Hello and welcome to the Rabbit Hole, the Definitive Developers Podcast. Live in large in New York. I'm your host, Michael Nunez. Our co-host today, Dave Anderson. And our guest today, Raymond Lamb. And today we'll be talking about energized work. Oh my God, I'm ready for it. At last. <laughs> You're so energized. Overflowing. David's been, <laughs> been energized for this energized work episode for some time. There's no Red Bull involved. It's just pure <laughs> enthusiasm. Yeah, a lot of rest, woke up, <laughs> energized work. Let's go. We'll talk about energized work, what it is, what are some ways that we exercise energized work, and what are some things you can do for your team to ensure that energized work is being exercised at your workplace. So energized work is the principle that, to quote The Art of Agile, it's an XP principle seen in Art of Agile by James Shore and in a form in XP Explained, the original book by Kemp Beck as a 40-hour week. So it says professionals do their best, most productive work when they're energized and motivated. To achieve this, combine quality time away with focused attention while at work. So it's a flight, a pairing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do like that if you Google, you know, energize work in the Art of Agile. A lot of the articles, the Art of Agile version 2 is out. If you have a copy of version 1, it's like the cup with the tree in the root. Version 2, the tree has grown and it's a lot more greener. I really like the way that the tree has been growing. I think there's a goldfish in there too. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a fish in there and everything. Yeah, it's got a whole ecosystem. It's great. It also comes with the haiku and I love to read the haiku. It says, the cicadas sing, tired, sore, I'm ready for a perfect evening. So, it's so peaceful. Yeah, there's that the bowl of water, the tree. <laughs> Cicadas. I don't know, it's all about haikus that makes it sound the, a lot The fish is just falling asleep. It's so tired. Tough right. day. But like around that poem, like there's kind of the idea like, okay, how did you get tired and sore? Like you, mm-hmm. you gave it your all at work mm-hmm. and you're focused, you know, you tilled the fields of uh, TDD software and paired your, your heart out and at the end of the day, you know, you're ready to change gears and do something that'll fill you up to start the next day. Right. And it's very interesting, as you mentioned before, right? Like XP just says, hey, the 40-hour work week, that's what you do. And you're in after 40 hours, you're out. That's it. Right. And like if you do overtime, don't do it all the time. Do it like once every other week. Don't go nuts. And Art of Agile definitely like, you know, went far in depth as to what it is, how do you practice it? And I thought that was like pretty cool on that, on that part. Yeah, it seems like a very relevant topic too. I feel like a lot of people have been feeling with the switch to remote work, it can be harder to feel like engaged and energized. Like my commute, like it was a bit tiring, but there was also like things that kind of like changed the stage, like allowed me to like shift my perception or like how I'm thinking about things. And like, you know, there's there's the rush of like, running into the subway at the last possible moment <laughs> yes <laughs> i did it, it. yeah <laughs> and then you you know you chill out with the podcast for 20 minutes or whatever and then you're at work i would think that like you know that transition from like your house and the commute was like the loading screen for you to end up at work like it just there is a different scene change if you will and it just took 
the commute time to do that, if that makes sense. So it's just like, you know, and then it was easy for us to do that. It was easy for us to, you know, be able to say, okay, well, I am at work now. I am here and I'm here to do my all right now. And then the time ends and I will be departing from here and I will be loading back into, you know, family Bobby, if you will, where I'm just, you know, at home and chilling and stuff like that. And so I want to ask you, Dave, like, do you set your own buffers when like you're on the dot, you want to get out on the dot or do you like set like 30 minutes to an hour? When do you like set your day? How do you set your days up? I think at the front end, I try to be pretty consistent. Like the reason why this topic is resonating with me more is because I've, I've been thinking about this a bit more recently. And so we switched our podcast recordings to be like at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. And that like unevenness of starting, like sometimes I have st- stand up at 10, 15. Sometimes I have this at 9. I'm like, I'm just going to start at 9 and, mm-hmm. you know, try to like, be looking at work things, even if it's just like email or whatever, like doing that scene change earlier. And then I think the tail end part of energized work for me is like listening to my body and like seeing when I'm like no longer able to like climb the mountain anymore or like, you know, really work on a hard problem. And then, you know, I'll shift gears and try to like wind down at the tail end of the day like when it feels right so like there's kind of like some idea of a time but like it kind of like does wiggle one way or the other for me at least is that the same with you bobby or is it different i think for me there's with the variable of a two-year-old like it definitely changes in the household right it would be easier for me if I, you know, had a set schedule that I would step out the door, be able to do work, <laughs> and then, you know, say I need to go home because my son doesn't feel well and I have to, you know, help out in the household. Or if he was in daycare, that I would have to go and pick him up. Like that is different, but like in the household, like, you know, when you're co-working spaces with a two-year-old, things are can be a little different. And there are things that I try to practice to kind of, to have that separation I think Dave mentioned before, some people use a commute. Me personally, I've been trying to use hats as a way to kind of separate the two kind of realms where I have a white stride hat that I normally wear that signifies I am at work, right? Usually you'll see me in meetings, I have my stride hat or my stride sweater. It's like my uniform that I wear. And then when I'm not, you know, at work, I take the hat off and all my hats are Yankee caps and they're dark. So I use that to be like my, you know, relaxing, my playful, I'm ready to handle things in the house. And if hat. you're wearing your stride hat and you're interacting with your son, it's a business meeting. Like, you yes. know, there's, yeah, there's going to be bill him. There's gonna be billing time. It's going to be like minutes of meeting. Like you're going to be rubber ducking some problem with him. <laughs> oh, he's, he's a great rubber duck for sure. But I have to bill him. I like, hey, that's going to be $150 just so you know. So I just have to take it out, take it out of your college fund. That's what I oh, end up doing. Oh my God. Yeah, I I think for my mornings, like I I do feel like I'm I'm also helped by like having a dog and like the dog having like a very strong opinion about what the schedule should be. Like where mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna go for a walk right now, and so I still I still have like kind of that you know stretch my legs kind of thing in the morning. Right. I guess a note to you know the tech leads or like the team leads on the team definitely. 
one must work with their team to figure out what's the best schedule for individuals to do their energized work, right? So like if you know, for example, Dave, your dog likes to be walked at a certain time, that could probably be arranged with the entire team to say, hey, can we not have or stand up at this time or do y'all mind if I do stand up while walking my dog because my dog needs to, you know, do things that dogs do outside during this time? I will have to change Ziggy's opinion about that. Like, I will not. <laughs> I would feel a little weird. Like, she's opinions, like, you know, between seven and eight. In the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's getting me out there. But the idea of, like, working with your team to make sure that these other and other things that could affect the schedule could be yeah, worked Yeah, totally. In. And, like, you want to try and arrange, like, design your day for a focus. So, like, if you have something that happened to our team recently was that we had a couple of people who took on more different kinds of responsibilities, like team lead and management. And so, we found that there were, like, all these little tiny meetings that were coming during our days and Mm -hmm. it became very hard to be a team together and Mm -hmm. like collaborate so we needed a point to take a look at our meetings and just like slash through them and get large blocks of time where we could actually freely collaborate Mm -hmm. and I, i think that was pretty helpful like in the book they talk about like you know product managers and team leads kind of playing that role of like defense where it's like asking the hard questions like is this is this meeting actually going to be helpful like do we need to have all of the people there you know just being very mindful about how you're pulling people's attention around could that meeting been an email right that's like the the (laughs) one that people ask all the time exactly and yeah like it's, it's not just about like you know having you know your workspace and like being distraction free it helps to take regular breaks we always talk about like pomodoro that's a really simple rule of thumb where it's like okay like i should try to like step away from my computer breathe a little bit and come back and often like you'll find that when you take that step away like the problem will resolve itself inside your head yeah the best idea is happen when I'm taking my break, for sure. I wanted to ask, right? So like we have ways to focus on work. I think pair programming definitely helps individuals focus on work and give your full attention, right? You're not going to check your phone or your Twitter feed when when you're pairing with someone next to you because you're less likely to waste someone else's time than your own. But I want to ask y'all off the clock, right? You know, your 5 p.m. hits and you're stepping away from the computer for the day. What are some things that you're doing to relaxing and regaining energy? And I'll start with Raymond. Yeah. So the first thing I do is get away from that seat and in front of my computer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a good start. Living with sciatica, I know like it's just painful sitting all day. So the first thing I do is some yoga stretches, go out for a walk. You know, if I can run, go for a run and then come back you know, feeling refreshed and then, you know, focus on the family, focus on something else. I just want to just get away from work, let my brain rest. Awesome. Awesome. For me, like something that I started thinking more about recently is how I'm I'm sleeping. And I think I I was like in a loop where I think I enjoy watching TV. It's like fun. Like it's a good way to like get a laugh or be entertained. But I feel like with streaming content it's like so easy just to keep 
playing one more and like not really question like when I'm going to stop. So I set like a hard cutoff time where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have an hour to wind down at the end of the day where I'm not going to be watching another episode of Ted Lasso. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I started reading, started taking a shower in the evening. And I'm like, I do feel like the energy, you know, it, it does change, you know, the quality of sleep. And that's been working pretty good for me. For me, it's hanging out with Gio and the fam. A lot of the times I try to end the day, you know, right on the dot because Gio really likes to be outside and he'll let you know by throwing his shoes at you and screaming the word outside. So it's like sometimes you just got to go outside. So I try to finish work and wrap up really quick and we go outside and go for a walk. That like forces me to go for a walk too, which is really great. I think Raymond also mentioned that walks is good. And the idea that, you know, I get a chance to be able to you know, take that break away from the computer and we walk around for about an hour and we, I come back and then I'm able to, you know, continue to hang out with him and stuff like that. Definitely is energizing work, but it's also very like tiring too. So then I like, when it's nighttime, like Dave, the first thing I want to do is just go to sleep. And that's like what ends up completely washing all the energy I have away. And then I'm ready to do the thing in the morning, you know, for the next day. Awesome. Speaking of energized work, I feel like it's time to jump into it. Like we gotta, we gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. I'm feeling yeah. hyped. <laughs> if you're listening Doing to stretch. this in the morning, yeah, do a stretch. stretch. Uh, Make a uh, uh, stretch and start the day. If this is your winding down to us, really appreciate it. Go to sleep, and that's fine. And start your energized work the next day. And with that, love to hear what other energized work exercises and things that people do. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about that from y'all. Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez, thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.